I knew instantly that I should come back to India and bring this. And I started working out. I started to talk to people about this until Organic Outreach just said, "Yeah, we are coming to India." Hello again, this is Walt Bennett, the president of Organic Outreach International, and uh, welcome to another episode of the Practitioner's Podcast for Organic Outreach. Uh, today we have the privilege of talking with Sudhir Mekala. Sudhir is a pastor in Vishakhapatnam, or commonly called Vizag, uh, India. Uh, he's also uh, a leader of a pastor's association there, and has been our feet on the ground in that uh, state uh, as far as organic outreach is concerned, we've uh, had the privilege of teaching some intensive trainings over there alongside with uh, Sudhir. He's been part of our teaching team and now actually is set up to continue that training on his own. Uh, Sudhir, welcome to the program. Hey, it's good to be here today. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this wonderful program. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your uh, start into ministry and uh, bring us up to date, uh, up to today in terms of your the church that you lead and uh, the congregation you have and some of the things that are happening uh, over there at Vizag. Well, for me, like, um, and coming into the ministry, like this is a calling that I had like, when I was a little kid, like, mm, during my first missionary trip, I would say, like with my parents, like they have been church planters and uh, traveling with them into the mountain regions, into the tribal areas. Uh, like I was so fascinated with the ministry that they did. So, like somehow in deep in my heart, there was this desire, something I have never told with anybody, like something inside me telling, if I become a pastor, I want to go work in these areas. Like this was something that grew with me uh, when I was only nine years old. And, you know, like it actually took me um, 20 years to actually uh, do what God has called me to do with lots of challenges that were there. You know, like uh, as I grew up, I um, was saved uh, when I was um, 23 years old in 1996. Uh, but uh, the truth is, like since then, I have been actively involved in the ministry because of the work that my parents were doing. Uh, they started a children home uh, um, and then school was started. I was so actively involved in taking care of the orphans, like um, and teaching them. And I was the administrator of the school. So all of this uh, gave me a thought that I'm in the ministry already. Uh, so like the ministry that God has called me to do, I was just trying to shy away from it because of as I grew. As a nine-year-old, I thought uh, that would be adventurous to do that ministry. But when I grew up, like um, uh, becoming uh, like a youngster and stepping into the ministry, like the challenges associated with, I said, like, no, I'm not doing this because uh, this is tough <laughs> ministry, and I don't want to be associated with something like that. So this this was what so, I am. So it was hard, like a it's hard, it's hard work with me for almost like yeah. <laughs> it was hard work because like I have seen these pastors suffer. I've seen these pastors live on meager things. Uh, and, you know, all of this um, put me in a place where I thought like, okay, I'm not doing this. So like there was this challenge that was there, which was I was fighting with until finally, like I surrendered to God because of some dramatic situations that have come in my life. Like people... Um, from America, young people came in and like, uh, and you know, the things that they have did for just a, a period of just one week, this has challenged me to go to the places that I, I was supposed to go and, and I'm there and I've, I've been working since then. 
So you've taken over leadership of, of the church. Uh, They're the one that you leave uh, from your father. How, how was that transition? That transition was a bit hard in India, like because like India is more the patriarchal system that works in India. So sometimes like uh, what happens is like a leadership, when, when you look at the leadership, there is a generation you always miss because like it is something like, uh, like if I am the leader and you know, somehow like my, my next generation misses out because I am sitting there like, um, I, I, like I do the work that needs to be done and you know, somehow like the, the middle and then it's more like my grandchildren. I mean, this is the generation that comes up and stands up because I am already could cannot do anything. This is this yeah. is what happens in India. Like so, so as, you can do. Yeah. So as long as that original patriarch is there and, and still alive and around, whoever succeeds yeah. immediately is in their shadow kind of the whole time. And, and yeah. everybody still looks at them, like looks at your father. And yeah, and, and, I, and I've seen that to a certain extent, but I have been amazed um, with some of the things that, that I've observed in the last three years knowing you, uh, how you yeah. you've managed even being that very next generation you have managed to gain the yes. respect and and to gain some yeah. of of the uh, the leadership role that I think otherwise would have passed you by as you suggested you know skips a generation but yeah. I, I think you've you've navigated that pretty well I still see some of the the yeah. shadow there but <laughs> it, it was it was like a, I w it was a blessing for me like uh, it was not like everywhere else like it was like my dad passed on the baton to me. Uh, it's still uh, like they have uh, a strong say in what I do and all of that, but still like God has uh, given me the blessing to actually continue the work that my parents have started. And today, like I'm, 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 I stepped into that role of actually doing the things uh, uh, like how God leads me to do it. Yeah. So let's, so let's jump back uh, three years to when, when we first uh, met and I had a chance to come over to Vizag and, and we started a movement there of, of organic outreach. And you, know, yes. you, you already mentioned some of the, you know, the patriarchal issues in succession from one generation to another within ministry. Uh, but, but those issues spread even more broadly within the culture there. And you know, I remember as we first started, you and I talking about you know, how, how do we take some of these ideas um, and, and build them into within the context of the culture in India? Because... Uh, if you just read the book, Organic Outreach for Churches, it's very much set in a Western culture. And sometimes you have to, to make some nuanced changes uh, to make it effective in a different culture. So talk to me a little bit about from the time that we started talking about organic outreach, kind of the evolution that's taken place and, and the things that you've seen within your own church, as well as with the pastors that you're working with in the area. No, I would like to go a little further down, uh, sure. back, uh, where I actually like, how did I get associated with organic outreach? You know, like, uh, the reason is like, I, I went into the ministry in 2002. Like, you know, like the call that God has placed in my heart to reach out to these unreached people groups, like, uh, and I stepped into this call. And then since then, there's one big uh, question that always in my heart, which was which uh, I was trying to find an answer to this um, because like uh, Christianity is not something new in India. It has got history in India. It was like over 2000 years of history. Yeah. Uh, the reason is like uh, the gospel came to India because of Thomas. 
the disciple of Jesus Christ. And, you know, like, but somehow, like, you, you just look at the statistics and whatever is happening in India, we still have got, according to the statistics, it is only 5.84% of these people are Christians. And, you know, like, I still don't understand what is the problem that we have. You know, I was seeking for that answer. Where are we failing as a church? Why are we not able to evangelize India? Like, what is that problem? And you know, this is this is the biggest question mark that I had. And I was just trying to find answers for it since the day I came into the ministry. I was doing this ministry. I was struggling to reach out to these people. But somehow, like, I missed this element. Like, uh, I thought, like, there is a missing key. There's a missing link to the ministry that we do in India. And, you know, this actually like made me to seek out for answers and look for uh, places like I really wanted to I mean, get myself trained so that you know I do ministry in the way it should happen or yeah. like the outreach especially the evangelism is how I want this to happen and you know in my and when I was seeking for this like and I would search the internet to find a place where I could get those answers and find the place where I could get trained myself and also help the pastors uh, that are in India. So, and I bumped into like, it was like God uh, did this. Like I bumped into this website, organic outreach. And like this, I thought like, Oh, what is this? Like organic. So like, I just started uh, looking into the, in 2016, November, I think like I, Thought like when I was coming to America, I thought like, okay, I need to go to this place, get trained. Um, so this was what I thought. And I just booked my ticket and I was getting ready to go. And somehow like my friend who was supposed to be handling my trip, he said like, Sadeed, you can't come this November. Like, uh, no. He said like, you need to postpone the trip. And then I postponed this trip to March. He said like March. And then I said like, okay, you can postpone my trip. But, you know, I want you to look at this organization, Organic Outreach. I want to be there. Make sure that there is a training program around the time that I am in, the, in America, I said. And then he said, like, he said, no kidding. You want to come to this organization, he said. Why, I said. Like, he said, do you know, like, I'm also a part of this organization. I have, I have been a part of doing a certain things in, this, uh, in the conferences that they make, he said. What are you saying? This is what I said. And said, like, oh, this is my church, Shoreline Church. This is what they have been doing this. And, you know, like like that, I just came in and got associated. And I met you. Like, I had this five-minute meeting with you. <laughs> and the thing is, like, I should be having this meeting for 30 minutes. And somehow I got stuck in the traffic. I could not come. And there's this Indian thing that came in. <laughs> I was just... And then... Uh, then the five minute meeting that I had with Walt. And after that, I attended this conference, like the intensive training program. And I knew, I mean, right, right away. I knew right away. Okay. This is that key I've been searching for. And in 2002 to 2017, it was 15 years. I was seeking for that missing key. And I found it soon after I was there at that intensive training program with organic outreach with Kevin Arnie. Sherry and then Walt and everybody, Tom, that was so amazing. And, you know, it transformed the way I started to think. And I started to think, see, uh, there we are. We are missing this. Like, and everything changed after that. I knew instantly that I sh it is not just for me. I should come back to India and bring this. And I started working out. I started to talk to people about this. I talked to pastors about this until organic outreach just said, yeah, we are coming to India. 
And I thought, yeah, that is the blessing. And since then, we got 600 pastors, I think, like uh, yeah. we have trained. It was amazing. The journey was amazing. Well, and you're, and and you're, uh, continu- and you're continuing that yeah. journey. You've got two cohorts uh, of pastors, groups yeah. of pastors that you're leading uh, every month and, uh-huh. and pouring into them, uh, much like uh, an outreach influence team leader in a church pours into the outreach influence team. So uh, talk to us about some of the, some of the challenges um, that the pastors you're working with and, and even yourself within your church have had with, uh, with promoting this idea of organic outreach within the churches. Have there been areas that there's been pushback or there's been resistance and uh, struggles that they've had to overcome? Talk to us a little bit about that. The, the, the challenges that are associated with this is like there are two types of churches right now in India, I would say. Like, yeah, I'm not talking about the denominational things, but two types of churches. One is we call them the mainline churches. When you mm-hmm. call these mainline churches, you know, established churches, I call them. And, you know, these established churches have an established system where they have a board working and they have leadership team working. Uh, and, uh, and, most, and then we have these churches which are called the fellowship churches. Like me, I'm a fellowship church. Mm-hmm. And in fact, like, but, but, you know, we originated out of these mainline churches. And the reason was we were not happy with what was happening in those mainline churches because, like, so many times it was like the pastor does not have a say it is it's basically like the team of that church which tells them him what to do and so many times the leadership is not spiritually minded they are there because they are elected and there is a huge uh, i mean election system that is runs behind this and you know they're elected and most of them are not even don't care even about the spiritual matters then and these are the people who control the pastor and tell what needs to be done. And so many times it is this worldly atmosphere in, mm-hmm. in the yeah. things that happen. So we are so frustrated about this. So we stepped out of these and, you know, these fellowship churches started to come out. And then when they came to this fellowship church, what really happened was they were so afraid of the leadership. They don't want anybody. And, you know, like, and these fellowships started to become like a one man church where the pastor tells everything. So like pastor controls everything. So like here we see something like the pastor does not have a say and here we see like the the pastor because of the spiritual authority he has, he started to abuse sometimes, you know, like the people around him. So there was never a balance that was happening. So like um, if you just go out to the mainline churches, talk about organic outreach, they're not spiritually minded to actually take this in or you know like the challenge that we have with this fellowship churches is that uh, okay like when we are talking about this they would think okay if we start building this leadership team and they are going to control me again so these are the typical challenges that I faced like when I was going into these places so the the pastors who are in your cohort um, for the most part from you know just reading your reports they've overcome that um, they, they've yeah. gotten to the point they recognize that, you know, outreach is not all about them. It, it's not on their shoulders that they need to bring a team around them. Um, so, so how, how have you seen changes in these pastors through this process? Yeah. And when I, when we started to introduce organic outreach, even to the mainline churches and also to the, uh, to the fellowship churches, you know, like uh, they were a little reluctant. But then when they started to hear the message that was associated with, and, you know, like they started to see like what it really means to be a church 
and you know like uh, if we are not able to reach out you know if uh, we're not able to reach out to the people and then you know the very i mean our presence is useless like as a church yeah. like you know if you're not doing anything uh like reaching out to the people and it doesn't really matter like whether you're you're more an institution rather than a church like who's called to do um, bring people out of their bondage and you know like from their lost state into the saving grace of Jesus Christ if that is not happening so and then they started to see like so what are we missing and the message that is associated with the law of love or the simple mind shifts and you know like uh, the different levels of uh, evangelism and all of this like i mean we started to teach this out then they started to recognize yes we are yes i think we need this and you know like there's an encouragement today like you know like you know we are following up with a few pastors because of the resources that we have right now but you know like uh, even in today like i just go out to different meetings and i you know i'm somewhere there and somebody comes out to me and they would talk about okay sir like have you not done any of these fellowship I mean, follow-up meetings with the organic outreach people are really thinking about it they really want yeah. to do this uh, but you know like you know like we have not been able to follow up with all of these people but you know still there are people who are really looking at and there are people somebody some pastors even though we are not following up they're actually implementing this uh, they are confident to bring those leadership raise those leadership and you know like because like they understood like it is not just about us because we need to work as a team so that the whole church like there is a cultural shift in that church like in the mindset of the church so that they would like start re- i mean realizing that you know we are here to evangelize the people and evangelism is not about just uh, doing it like an event like at a certain time certain place reaching out to a certain place but rather evangelism is about a lifestyle that we need to adopt and if that could only happen if we have a team of people who are focused on doing uh, the message that like that is uh, understanding what evangelism is all about and doing what it means yeah that is awesome and it's been it's been really rewarding to walk alongside you through this journey and and just see this take root over in in a culture that's so far different from what we experience here in the United States and and to see that you know these principles are so biblically based uh, that they will work anywhere you just have to adapt them recognize the context you're in adapt them and move forward so we're recording this uh, this podcast episode right in the middle of covid-19 and uh, I know that's had a significant impact uh, over in India. Um, it's it's continuing to escalate there. Uh, and, and in fact, Sudhir, you've been uh, literally trapped here in the United States for the last uh, six weeks because you can't get home. Hopefully, uh, it sounds like they're, they're working to resolve that and you'll get home the next week or so. But I also know that... Um, you know, just as, as churches here in the United States have felt the economic impact of this, uh, everything along those lines has escalated, you know, just exponentially in India. So I know there are pastors who are were already uh, living hand to mouth and who now um, are literally struggling uh, hour by hour to provide for their families. And, uh, and, and I know that you've set up a mechanism and, and are doing the best that you can to help fund them, but I, I want our, our listeners to, to understand that as well. And, and uh, if you are in a position to help for uh, $25 will, uh, in the Indian economy, will support a pastor and their family for a month. 
Um, so if you're interested in, and in a position to help out with that effort, uh, please reach out to us. Just send an email to info at organicoutreach.org and we will connect you and get you the information you need to make a direct contribution uh, so, so Sudhir can uh, continue forward in his leadership of the pastoral council there at Visag uh, in supporting those pastors and their families as they continue uh, to minister to a, a, a country and a region that uh, has so much need of God's love right now. Um, so uh, with that, uh, Sudhir, thank you so much for the time that you've spent with us today. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, brother, I appreciate all that we've done together in ministry. I look forward to uh, everything we have ahead of us over the coming years and uh, wish safe travels, hopefully, soon back to uh, your home and your family. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Like it, it, is, it was a privilege for me like to work with the organic outreach. Like This has revolutionized the, the way I do ministry today, and it is not just helping me. It is actually like changing the way people like the churches work in India. So it's an amazing blessing to be a part of this. Great. And for the listeners, thank you for joining us for this episode. If this is the first episode you've listened to, I encourage you to visit our website, www.organicoutreach.org. You can sign up for the entire series there, get a notification every month as a, a new episode comes out. And you can also find the library of all our past episodes. And until the next time, wishing you well and God bless. I hope that this conversation has been encouraging and inspiring to you. Whether we're leading a ministry, church, a denomination, or a family, we need to be engaging every day and reaching out to the lost in ways that are natural. And my prayer is that this podcast provides you with new perspectives, inspirational stories, and creative ways to overcome the challenges we face in this ongoing spiritual battle to reach the lost. If you're engaged in organic outreach in your denomination, church, or home, and you have experiences, stories, or testimonies that you feel would be helpful to others, please send us an email at info at organicoutreach.org. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Walt Bennett reminding you to be on the lookout for divine appointments. And as the Apostle Peter encouraged us, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have.